Okay. Hello and welcome to The Narrow Gate. I'm back again and this time with Marta again. I told you about Marta that she, we did the interview and we had technical problems. So Marta has kindly opened her home to me again to do our, we're repeating the interview. So hi Martha and thank you so much for opening up your house again. How are you today? Hi Orla, thank you for visiting me again. I'm happy to receive you back. <laughs> and I hope that this time the interview will work out and that you will enjoy. Great, thank you. Great. I have just finished working. Uh, so I hope that later during this afternoon I will go for a run and maybe Orla <laughs> would like to accompany if not running, maybe walking. Yeah, <laughs> yeah, exactly. Yeah, why not? That's great. <laughs> so I'm really grateful to Martha. She's so kind and she's been working at home all day. Whereas I've been out and about, so she really needs to go out for her run after this. So uh, thank you for that, Martha. Yeah, and the sun is shining here in Portugal. It's a beautiful day. So running and walking will be really good. Okay, Martha, so thanks. So let's go again. I just want to say, uh, um, to remind everybody, Martha is from Poland, she's from in, uh, the north part in a place called Poznań. Is that right? Yes, it's perfectly. Uh, perfect. <laughs> Thank you. I looked it up on the map. Can you tell me a little bit about your hometown um, um, in Poland and what brought you here to Portugal? So I was born in Poznań, uh, but uh, after some time my parents moved to a little village. At that time, I don't know when exactly it was, I was a baby, so I don't, unfortunately I cannot remember that. <laughs> um, and Poznań uh, is a big city, it's actually bigger than Lisbon, but Lisbon is more crowded, there is many people here, and in Poznań there is less people, but more space. Mm -hmm. Um, I like that city. I studied there, so I lived there for some years. I have some family there still, like my grandmother, my auntie, my cousin, <laughs> etc. Um, it's a very good city in terms of uh, economy. You have many jobs there, many opportunities, many different mm. universities. Oh. Even foreigners come often to study there. Okay. And then um, in the village I was living till I was 18. And actually the first big city where I moved, I think I didn't tell you, <laughs> it was Madrid. No, I didn't <laughs> know that. Because I was a nanny there after oh. high school. Really? Okay. Yeah. And uh, I came to Portugal because I wanted to experience something new and I mm. also got this first job after I graduated mm. that was in Portugal. Okay. And it was for a very known brand for Airbnb. So I thought that it could be nice to have <laughs> this experience in my curriculum. In my curriculum. Yeah. And besides that, everybody will tell me Portugal has so much sun and the coast is beautiful mm -hmm. and the, the people are very nice and happy. <laughs> so I was motivated by that. Yeah. And um, when I got this job opportunity, first I was having many doubts Mm -hmm. Because you cannot only live with the sun, <laughs> and most of the Polish people they migrate to other countries. Okay, it's to the countries where you can really earn more money. Yes, yes. and Portugal is not between those countries. <laughs> That's true. It's, yeah, yeah. Mm -hmm. But uh, then when I went to South America to travel a bit, uh, I met some people there mm -hmm. on the airport. Two yeah. girls that they were going in the same transfer with me, mm -hmm. and uh, during our trip to the hostel. I shared with them about my doubts 
And actually, I got a call from this company when I was already on the plane on board. Mm -hmm. Yeah. And I told them that I would not accept it <laughs> because I, I was also sure that I would get some other job uh, between other jobs that I applied to. But one of them, they wanted me to start uh, just uh, like as soon as possible. And for me, the soonest was in one month. Mm -hmm. So it was not suitable for them and the other company, they just rejected me and they didn't tell me why. Okay. <laughs> and I was so sure that I would get the job. So um, I was surprised. Mm -hmm. And then uh, in that transfer to, from the airport to the hostel, when I shared with those girls um, about my doubts, they were telling me, but you are so young and you have no family. I mean, I was not a mother. And yeah. <laughs> I still am not, but I hope to be in the future. <laughs> okay. okay. <laughs> And so they were telling me that mm -hmm. I had no obligations anywhere and it could be a good experience. And that's, that was my, my time. Okay. <laughs> so they then encouraged you. They really encouraged me <laughs> for one hour and a half. We were in the transfer and they were motivating me. So then we got to the hostel and I wrote to the company telling them that finally I changed my decision yeah. and I would like to try it. <laughs> yeah. And they still accepted me. Wow, that's a great story. Wow, God closed one door or two doors, one because of the timing and another we don't even know why. Um, and so it just sort of worked out best to come to Portugal. That's, uh, that's great how it happened because a lot of people, when they leave university, it's very difficult to know where to go, what country, mm -hmm. and especially when, uh, you know, if you don't have a friend or something there. So that's really good. And so just for people listening, so when was that? And is it working out for you here in Portugal? Mm -hmm. That's a good question. <laughs> I've been here for over two years, so mm -hmm. it was in 2019, yes. at the end of that year, when I moved to Portugal. And at the beginning, I thought that it would be one year and no more, yeah. just an experience. <laughs> but then I really liked it, so I stayed for over one year mm -hmm. and for around two years I was working for that project. Yeah. But then I started to be really worried about my weekends and my time uh, frame for for the job that I need to do. Uh, sometimes I would work in the night because I was working for oh. South America as well. Uh, so because of the time difference, yes. I need to work in the night and oh. sometimes on the weekends. So sometimes I could not go to church. Yeah. <laughs> and actually in Portugal, it was the first church where I attended every week and I was going there because I wanted to go. It was not an obligation yeah. from my parents and as it was before when I was uh, younger. Yeah, yeah, you had, so you I had really, chosen to go yes. yourself. Yes, and mm -hmm. I have chosen to go to a church and to this church <laughs> specifically. Uh, so it was important to me and uh, every time when there are more and more weekends when I could not go, I felt like I was missing something, like my week was not really completed. <laughs> Without, without attending church on Sunday exactly. and going to meetings during the week. So, so uh, was that church, Riverside Church, where you are it now? It was Riverside Church, <laughs> yes, since the beginning. Ah, I very, stay here. All <laughs> oh, right, that's, that's uh, very interesting. So we'll, um, uh, just to tell us a little bit more about that, um, we talked about it in our first interview. But so uh, just for the listeners who are Christian or maybe back, maybe don't attend church too often, how did you choose Riverside Church? And also, isn't your background Catholic? Could you explain how that happened and and then and what happened in the job? Are you still in that job or what happened? 
Uh, so uh, maybe I will start with my Catholic background. Yeah. I mm. always went to the Catholic Church in Poland. Mm. Um, the last years when I was living there, it was only sometimes and I would go to listen to the message, but then I would go out <laughs> in the middle of the, okay. uh, of the time of the message. Um, because I thought that it was a bit like in a theater and I didn't feel very connected. I neither could connect to any people there to understand more or if I had some doubts, there was nobody to talk to me about that. Okay. Because at least people that I met were more about going to church because of the tradition yeah. or when I was younger for the documents to be able to get married in a Catholic church mm -hmm. and it didn't really make sense to me. Mm -hmm. mm, that's uh, why I left. <laughs> but then I met a girl that uh, she was a violin student as I was at that time and we spent two weeks in one room on yes. musical courses uh, and she was reading the Bible every day and okay. she told me that she went to some other church and that they connected online every day. Mm -hmm. I was in shock. <laughs> I have never met a person like that. Okay. I have never heard of an idea like that before. Okay. So I started to make some questions and sometimes I would tell her like, maybe I have this question. So maybe let's see what the Bible says and we aleatory uh, open the Bible in yes. any <laughs> part of the Bible. Yeah. And I treated it like a game, but then I thought, hmm, this book is really smart. <laughs> maybe I can find something even more interesting so there than got only a game. <laughs> With the game, did God reveal some answers to I you? I think so. I don't remember uh, now because I was in high school, so I don't ah, remember the younger, exact yeah. questions yeah. we had. <laughs> yeah. But I remember that it appeared um, intelligent and smart for me. Okay. So yeah. it had meant it had much wisdom. Yeah. So it so made an impression it, on you. Exactly. Mm -hmm. And so I started to read it in a different way than when we were at school, because at school we had obligatory religion classes, mm -hmm. uh, but because it was obligatory, I treated it just as one more subject uh, yeah. that I also needed to get good grades uh, on the tests and nothing more. So this time it was all very different. And I also remember that I was really impressed by the calmness that this girl had okay. whenever we had some exams or some concerts i was very nervous and i could not deal with that yeah. <laughs> and then she was so calm so i thought that maybe there's some connection between yeah. her faith and her spirit yeah <laughs> and and she gave me the first bible that uh, i really ah, read <laughs> great. it was all in colors <laughs> it was in colors because whenever she she saw some bears that she really liked, she would color it. So she gave you her own Bible. Yes. <laughs> very nice. Now it's still in Poland with my parents. Oh. I have a new one here in Portugal. She's very good, very good lady. And where was that woman from or that girl? She where was, was from Nowy Tomyśl. Where is Nowy Tomyśl? It's in Poland. I can. Oh, she was a Polish and, girl yeah. also. Yeah. Oh, so she that was, was good. Yeah, yes. because she wasn't from a foreign country. Exactly. So you saw a Polish girl acting quite yes. differently <laughs> in the Bible. Okay, that's very and, interesting. Um, yeah. then, then I managed to uh, change my job, and also church helped me with that. And that's very curious because I was praying for a new job uh, with a fixed schedule, especially, <laughs> and no working weekends. And I thought that it's so impossible in, in Lisbon, at mm. least. Mm. It was at some time very difficult for me. 
Um, so I was praying and praying. And then I thought I would also like to change the apartment where I was living because I was with my cat and we only had one room and I was tired of that because we had all of his things and my things in this one room. Yes. Um, and I wanted to have some more space. Um, and so I told God, <laughs> please speak to me. <laughs> if you would like me to stay in Portugal, please change something. Yeah. And if not, on December, I will go back to Poland or go somewhere else. Okay. And so there was one Saturday when we were hiking uh, with some people from church and there was a girl. Um, we were talking uh, about the job and she said that she started a new job recently. And I said, um, I have this job that even on Saturdays on, at 5 p.m. I need to go and work. Yes. Um, and uh, she said, maybe you can give me your your uh, curriculum and I will check if we have some position for you. Mm -hmm. And I gave her my curriculum. At that time, uh, they didn't have any position, but some months have passed before mm -hmm. December. <laughs> and uh, they contacted me and okay. they hired me. So I work with her now. Oh, you're in, in that, that job now. Yes. And so it works out well. You're not doing weekends. You can I'm not doing weekends. Ah. I can uh, finish working at 4 p.m. and on Fridays at 3.30. <laughs> oh, wow. So a and real answer to... prayer. Exactly what you asked exactly. for. Exactly. And I also learned new things, some things from technology. Yeah. Because I do sales with yeah. technology products. Mm -hmm. So it's something that I have never learned before. Yeah. So mm -hmm. I was so surprised. <laughs> How happened that I deserve this job? <laughs> but you do, so deserve, well, you do deserve it. But you were learning that God would. God hears our mm -hmm. prayers and, and the same it's, happens. It's a uh, good testimony, definitely. For me, it's uh, one of it's very uh, some miracles that I think that <laughs> I experienced. Yeah, and also at the same at the same time, also um, I got a chance to live in another place and I can live alone with my cat now for some time. So it's a big blessing as well. This is the place that we're in now. Exactly. It? It's absolutely lovely, really nice for Lisbon. It's a beautiful apartment. Mm -hmm. So if God has really blessed you uh, with that prayer, and God does answer prayers. Um, but it, we didn't really know that before, did we, when we didn't know how to pray or how to connect. Mm -hmm. So you've been learning how to connect with God. That's really good, mm -hmm. Martha. Now we're going to ask her more questions about these so that people can understand her transition. Um, so I know now we, uh, I met Martha in Riverside Church. So uh, she, was very, she was there before me. She was very welcoming to me. And so you've already learned how to in the church had to welcome new people and not in a very false way very real in how people are welcoming in that church so much so that i joined the welcome team because i felt so welcome and martha was really good to me in my first few weeks and put, <laughs> connected me with the yeah with the activity group and uh, really i felt so welcome so you learned that so quickly and um, and the needs of a person coming to a new country and so, which is yeah. that they need support. A lot of people come alone to the international church, isn't that right? So exactly. you've learned how to. Also about my transition. Yeah, <laughs> Maybe yeah. I can say that when I came to Portugal mm -hmm. and I started to go to this church, I found the church because I was looking for some Bible study to study the Bible of other people. But first I found it on Facebook and it was in the Catholic Church and then I forgot how did I find it. So I went to Google 
and the first church with Bible study that appeared in English, it was a reverse site. Oh, I see. Another, <laughs> and then, uh, accident. <laughs> another accident. Inverted commas. <laughs> and then when I went there, um, I thought that I would like to make some community uh, to involve myself in some community. Yes. And it was uh, very surprising for me because when I entered the church the first day nobody know, knew me mm -hmm. and everybody would tell me the name like hey i'm uh, tosin for example yeah. one, tosin, yeah. one of the first people i talked to in the church Typical name. <laughs> yes and yeah there were many difficult names i had many issues with remembering them all yes but yes, uh, i wanted to say that the people were super welcome welcoming and i felt since the first day that i could involve myself in this community and I could make friends and it would be something beautiful. Yeah. So I would like to share <laughs> yeah, some, some share verses yeah. from, from yeah. the Bible. So and Martin prepared and that community and her testimony and what God, more of what God has done for you, yeah, through the community. Mm -hmm. Yeah, go ahead. So the Psalm 133.1, it says, how good and pleasant it is when God's people live together in unity. So it says about the unity, how important it is. Yeah. And then Matthew 18, 20. For where two or three gather in my name, there am I with them. And in Acts 2, 46 to 47, they say, every day they continue to meet together in the temple courts. They broke bread in their homes and ate together with glad and sincere hearts, praising God and enjoying the favor of all the people. And the Lord added to their number daily those who were being saved. Great. Yeah. So this last verse, especially, yeah. I think that it says how big support we can be to one another, mm -hmm. um, people in faith, praying together, sharing the word of God together. Yeah and studying the Bible together. <laughs> uh, and at the beginning, uh, coming back to the topic of my transition, <laughs> yes, yeah. Yeah, my transition at the beginning when I entered to Lisbon City, mm, I used to go out with people from my job okay. um, because I thought like somehow I, I need to make friends as well. So we would go to some bars, to some parties, but mm -hmm. I felt that it's not exactly how do I want to relate to people. So I'm very grateful for the community I found at church. Mm -hmm. It showed me that it's not really necessary yes, <laughs> to yeah. do things that are against you mm. to make friends. Yeah, can you say that again? You said it in the first interview about how, what you thought about the way relationships were in the world. Mm. Because you put you put it very well in the last interview. You said that about mm, yes, yes. Can you uh, repeat that again? Because sure, mm, sure. For example, if it goes about uh, the relations between the men and the women um, in the world, what I have observed, at least, <laughs> maybe I was in wrong groups of people. Yes. that's also true. But what I have observed is that the most, what the most matters is to have fun and to be flexible and to have no obligations. So that's what makes people really feel good and think like, okay, we can be friends, but friends, <laughs> that is not, not a real friendship because if uh, it's only about fun, I don't think that it can be a good friendship or another type of relationship. Mm -hmm. 
And so I learned at church that it doesn't have to be this way and that I don't really have to adapt to the world. Yeah. <laughs> that there is another word for me. <laughs> yeah, there's another way to live. Godly people word. Yeah, godly. And then I also met uh, my boyfriend there who is Christian. So we can share about our faith. We can pray together. And besides all of that, the things that we have in common, like we both <laughs> like uh, hiking and hiking. walking a lot. I'm really surprised that like, he's the first person in my life that is never tired of walking with me. And I really love to walk a lot. <laughs> that is amazing. Yes. Yeah. You And they're very well connected. I, I know both them and uh, I, I even say wow god is great but I'm you're sure, very suited I'm, I'm sure that uh, we meet right people on our path only when we really commit our way to the lord and psalm 37 5 it also says the same <laughs> it says commit your way to the lord trust in him and he will act wow that's a great scripture. That's what I really see. That you happens. really did turn your life around, didn't you? You you uh, uh, you really discerned with your mind, your heart, and your spirit. I mean, some people don't understand how to do this. You can God gives us intelligence, so you worked it out, and you thought, yeah, the Catholic Church is fine, but I'm not having any community. I'm not getting to know people, uh, and so we're not complaining about saying anything about the Catholic Church. But it wasn't meeting your need. And so you moved where you met more people and people who are living a godly life. Young people as well. So There are so many young people. Yeah, so many young people. And people think so young people, people are all lost hope in the world. Mm -hmm. But there isn't in many of these churches. So it's good that people and like you are sharing what you found. <laughs> it's great. And there are so many ways that you can involve in church. You can be in the welcome team yes. as you are, yes. welcoming yeah. the people. Mm -hmm making them feel home and then you can be in a worship team which you are <laughs> there are many young people in this team singing playing drums playing guitars <laughs> and giving joy to the world giving the glory of the lord and it's church. fun music it's fun music and it's uh, you know it's spiritual and, and it's enjoyable and uh, you're meeting other musicians so uh, Martha plays the violin. So do you enjoy playing violin for the on the worship team? Mm -hmm. I mean, I love her violin. <laughs> I mean, I, I I just think it's so enchanting to hear it in the middle of a kind of a rocky kind of band. It's kind of a rocky kind of worship team, but they do slow music too. And so Martha, you really come mm -hmm. in well with the violin. Tell me a little bit about the violin and being on that worship team. What does that feel like? Mm, I really like when we play uh, every Sunday morning, we gather before the service so we can practice a bit together, but it's very free. Yeah. Like, it's not limited. So when, when I went to the musical school, mm -hmm. I always played classical music and it is very limited because you should always play the same. Uh, like Mozart, you need to play this way, then another composer, <laughs> composer you need to exactly. play another way. Yeah. Mm -hmm. And uh, it makes sense because it's kind of traditional very old music that i also like yeah <laughs> I, I like it a lot but mm -hmm. at church we feel more freedom so i feel that it's more like the holy spirit is guiding us <laughs> and we can in freedom enjoy the music and also uh, make it a kind of prayer 
Yeah, it is a prayer. You, the worship is yeah, like a prayer. And you you just pick up the violin and you're able to listen now with your ear and start to play. Isn't that right? You said that? It is. <laughs> it's amazing. So uh, yeah, so it's a great testimony of your life, Martha. Um, and we talked a lot. She, um, Martha's had a, a, quite a few testimonies of God's work in her life. And maybe one more that we mentioned last time. She really has actually been able to reflect on her life. That's what I love, Martha. You've been able to reflect, look back, and see the work of God in your life through prayer and turning your life over in the right direction. Um, two things you mentioned last time, maybe, if you could just, if you can think about them, was about patience and was one, and the other was God's plan. Exactly, about the God's plan, I think that I already mentioned about the flag and the work, those two things that I was really desiring to change and God make it, made it happen. <laughs> so that's for me, uh, that, that has a big meaning of God always having a plan for us, even if we feel that we have stacked in some place. Yeah. Because that's how I was feeling. <laughs> I felt like I really stuck here in the same situation and I am not able to change it, but God can move mountains. Amen. So he yeah. did. Yeah. And that's very frustrating yeah. for anybody to be stuck. Some people are stuck, stuck for years. So that a lot of people talk about that. How do I get out of it? So you really have people who will be mm. listening to that. And the last testimony that I think I would really like to share that is the biggest miracle for me is about my cat that is next to us in another room because he loves to play so much that he cannot uh, be here with us. He would probably destroy your glasses or that. Yeah, you just probably yeah, left them and scratched scratch my mobile phone there. So oh, yes. He, he's, Make he's, a stamp. He's been sent to the bedroom, but I, he'll, he'll be out soon. I, he's a beautiful cat. Oh, yeah. thank you. Yeah, so tell us about him and his name also. His name uh, is Cortiso. That comes from Cortisa, that in Portuguese means cork. Okay. Um, because there are so many stores with cork here. That's right. And Portugal sells uh, cork to other countries. And that's why uh, it's so popular here. So I thought, hmm, I want my cat to have a Portuguese name. So I invented one. <laughs> but then uh, apparently he was a boy, so I needed to change it. And from Cortisa, it is Cortisu. Very good. <laughs> well that is not a very well-known word. Uh, nearly nobody uses it. Okay. <laughs> um, and so you can call him Cork or uh, Corky. I've adopted him as Corky because uh, that's the easiest word for me. And it, it, he's so cute. I think Corky suits him for me. <laughs> so, yeah, great. So, yeah, tell um, us about how you, uh, how you come to uh, have this beautiful cat. So I really wanted to have some animal at home, uh, some pet. I really wanted to have something or somebody that I would be responsible for. Um, so as soon as the landlord from the flat that I was living before, where I was living before, she accepted <laughs> this idea. In three days, I had a cat. <laughs> First, I went to the store uh, with pet things and I bought everything for my cat. And then the lady was asking me, so is it a boy or a girl? And how old is he? And I was saying, mm, I don't want to talk about it because I didn't have a cat at that time, but I already was prepared. <laughs> That's very good. And yeah. then I went to Facebook and I found a person that needed somebody to adopt this cat there. Yeah. And first I wanted to have another cat, um, but the lady told me that this one is very ill and you would spend much money with him. 
and you are so young. So I said, yeah, you're right. You're right. It's my first pet uh, that I would have on my own. So maybe it's better that I have one that is very healthy <laughs> that has no issues. Yes. So she said, but I have another cat for you that is perfectly healthy. And so you can take him. <laughs> so I took him. And then it turned out that he had like the worst uh, disease that I have ever heard of. <laughs> and they never knew that. They didn't know uh, because oh. it's a virus that uh, only activates, is active. Uh, it has symptoms in certain circumstances. And mm -hmm. one of those circumstances is if it's a small cat, um, yes. it's a baby. So it, he didn't, he doesn't have enough defenses. Yeah, uh, defenses. Yeah, yeah. exactly. And um, if he gets stressed, uh, probably my cat got stressed because from one uh, from one environment where there were many cats, he came to my place mm -hmm. and he was all alone with me. And I'm not a cat, so yeah. he was kind of surprised. Yeah. What is it? <laughs> and, uh, but we became friends, and yeah. now we are best friends. <laughs> And uh, when I went to the doctor first, it was because he had some issues with his eyes. So the doctors would send me to the pharmacy to buy more and more medicine. Mm -hmm. And then they sent me to the specialist of eyes yeah. for cats. Wow. <laughs> I didn't exactly. even know that yeah. like that exists. <laughs> exactly. And that woman, uh, she said that we would need to take these exams for FIP, mm -hmm. for the virus. Yeah. And he got positive, and then she told me the same day that he would die, maybe in two or four days, or maybe in one month, but Day very soon. Wow. And so I was crying, I was crying a lot, yeah. and then I got home and I thought, I don't agree, <laughs> this is my baby cat and he will not die. <laughs> I don't agree. So I went to Google again. Yes. <laughs> and, uh, Google has some interesting ideas sometimes. Uh, like he he found Riverside for me. Yeah, and then yeah. He also helped God me. uses Google a lot. <laughs> <laughs> Very good. Yeah, God and is everywhere. He is. Yeah. yeah, so you Googled, and you went on Google for. And yeah. then I found some medicine that uh, sometimes is used for people. Mm. Um, and some people tried that on the cats yeah. with this disease and made some other medicine. And so and then I talked to the vet and the vet found somebody um, in the hospital and that was selling that medicine. It was a lady that has nothing to do with the hospital, yeah. but she has cats herself and some cats that she had died because of that disease. Okay. So that's how she somehow found um, that medicine. Mm -hmm. And so I started to buy that from her yeah. and we did injections for 99 days every day at the same time. <laughs> and it was very expensive. So at the beginning I thought, how can I, uh, how can I find the money for that? It's not yeah. possible. I'm, as that lady <laughs> told me on Facebook, I'm so young <laughs> and I uh, naturally don't have that much money. <laughs> but that lady that I was uh, buying, buying the medicine from her, she said, uh, when you have the money, you pay me. You don't have to pay me uh, every month. When, when you have the money, step by step, you pay me. And then I also um, made, um, I, I made a fundraising uh, through the internet and some friends and my family, they helped me yeah. as well. So everybody was super helpful. Yeah. And I'm really grateful for that because I would always think like, okay, a fundraising who would help me if there are so many people needing help? Yeah. <laughs> who would help my cat? <laughs> yeah, exactly. But 
I think God helped me. <laughs> God helped me for those people. Yeah. And uh, my cat is now all good. Wow. <laughs> As I told you, he's playing like crazy and eating a lot. He looks so healthy now. And I think he, that you have seen the, the four kilograms of his food at the entrance. He eats a lot. <laughs> and his spark, his coat is so shiny and his eyes mm -hmm. are real sparkling. Because I know yeah. I had a cat. And so you can see a lot by their eyes and the so he's really, really strong and friendly. And, you know, he's lovely. I actually like Corky. Uh, I think he's getting a little bit used to me because he's a little bit more friendly now. He's come yes. a few times. Mm -hmm. So uh, and that's also, yeah. Go um, on, tell us more about yeah the inner what God was doing internally in you mm -hmm. during the process is really kind of what you were going to So the word <laughs> would tell me. You should not do this. It's crazy. You will lose all your money. <laughs> and also the vet told me, okay, we can do the treatment. But here you can see how much more will you need to pay in case he has the uh, side effects. <laughs> so she sent me the receipt <laughs> that said, if he has the side effects, this is the money you need to pay as well. <laughs> but uh, I thought I need to trust in the Lord. Good. And in Proverbs 3, 5, it says, trust in the Lord with all your heart and do not lean on your own understanding. Amazing. So that's what I did. So you turned to God. <laughs> and it worked out. <laughs> and it worked out well. Yeah, you put your faith in God. And most people would have said, no way. But you, somewhere in your spirit, you said, I won't give up on this cat. This is my cat and my responsibility. And I'm going to ask God to help me. But it also got you to uh, reach out to your family and friends and other people supported you. So it's been a great journey for you. And you have a beautiful relationship with the cat. Yeah, that's amazing, Martha. Thank you for sharing that. She absolutely adores this cat. And you see the photo in the, uh, in the newsletter of her with... Uh, we only have one photo. In the park. In the park. And she looks happy and the cat looks happy. When did you take that photo, by the way? The one I have um, with the... I don't remember, but I think it was last summer. Yeah. Right. It was when we were in the observation period, I think, because after those injections, uh, we needed to observe him for three months, mm -hmm. other three months, and take some exams to see um, if the results are kept like that yeah. or if it's still changing. And uh, by the way, <laughs> I don't recommend you to take your cat to the park because my cat on this picture, we look happy, but he was so stressed. He is a totally home cat. Okay, he's a domestic. Yeah, he's, he's a very domestic. domestic. <laughs> there's different types of cats, domestic. I had so. a cat and my cat was an outdoor cat, but I know there's different types. And especially exactly. because that your cat is sick as well. Mm -hmm. So, yeah. But so we have a nice picture. <laughs> yeah, yeah, okay. It looks like the cat was warm. But maybe if you let go, the cat would have run away or something or done something. Uh, yeah. So anyway, I have to call him Corky. I think it suits him for me, and I can't pronounce his name. Uh, thanks, Marta. That's a really great testimony. Uh, and I think anybody who has animals or would really love that story, but anybody who's, um, you know, on a journey of faith, it's a great testimony and of your heart as well and the patience that you had to develop in order to keep going with the injections and keep loving the cat and checking on the cat. And, and in the meantime, she still had to work and make money like any young person. So you have to keep going. So anyway, we say it's good training for her future. <laughs> She'd be a great mammy. 
right. Okay, that's really good. We're just coming to the end now, Martha. I really enjoy your testimony, and I'm sure other people will. So I just want to, um, always at the end, I like to ask people, uh, I know you've said everything, but sort of uh, to wrap it up into a nutshell, if you had, if there was a listener here, actually, I know some listeners anyway. So if you had a listener here who either like was in a Christian church for years, but no longer really has the faith, not very strong, or a non-believer, which we have who are maybe not following another religion, so that's whatever, why I believe it. Uh, what would you say to somebody or who is feeling a little bit, uh, maybe their life isn't sort of working out as well, or they don't have that joy that you have? What would you say to them today? So I would tell them that uh, people say <laughs> you should try everything and that you only live once. You know, young people especially, they say like, whatever, you only live once. So even based on that, according to the word, you should also try to follow Jesus and see how is it? How does it taste, right? Uh, even if you only live once, <laughs> why not to have the best guide in this life adventure? And Jesus is offering you to guide you to eternal life. So there, it's better to try and do anything because there will be no suffering and no bad decisions. And here I would also recommend that person to hear the song that Orla will add to the podcast so you can listen to that. So it's called Taste and See from John Mark Pantana. And the song says, Sweeter than the honeycomb, richer than the wine. Survey all the earthly goods and they will fail you every time. Anything in the world can fail you and can cheat on you. But God and Jesus Christ, they will never cheat on you. Oh, that's an amazing ending. Yeah. God they will, will guide never, you well. Guide you well and never let you down. Yeah. Amen. Oh, amen. That's wonderful, Martha. We leave it at that because it's such a beautiful ending. And guys, you can listen to the song. It's on, it's on the newsletter. So thank you, Martha, once again. Thank you so much. You. <laughs> and I really enjoyed it. And uh, thank you for opening your house again. You can let Corky, <laughs> let Corky in and I'll say goodbye to the people here. So she's gone now to get uh, her beautiful cat to come back in. Um, he wants to join in on the fun. So everyone, thank you so much for listening. You've now met Martha and she's a beautiful child of God. I don't think she'll ever go back to the world. She's too in love with this new life. So uh, thank you for listening, everybody. And if you have any questions, just put them in the comments below and I will answer them. Or if you want to ask Martha something, you can send a comment there for me. And uh, Martha, um, uh, Martha will might see it anyway, or I will... I will tip her off to answer your, your questions, okay? So thank you guys for listening, and we talk to you soon. God bless.